Yeah, Yasuo? I think, I think they're, I think they're watching us. Me too, I, I didn't know how to say it. I'm looking at my camera right now and you can't just help but think. Is there another camera in the camera? And are people just watching me? What, what if there's do, 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 cameras do. in our microphones? What if there's cameras in our eyes? Whoa. What if there's camera in our... I was going to say butthole, but then I was just like, that's just crude. Do I want to go there? <laughs> that's a, I think that's a called a colonoscopy. That is true. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between... Welcome, Welcome back. back. That sounded great for me, but I don't know. It sounded great for me. Oh, Ooh, wait just a second. Wait, wait hold on. Hold just for a second. Hold on. Three, two, one. No. Oh, that was perfect for me. Oh, it Dang was, it. It was off for me. Ah, uh, if you only knew, audience, if you only knew, <laughs> clapping is what saves the world. You can quote me on that. Um, I think it, we were just talking about how handshakes are not the way to go. Yes. Uh, wash your hands, folks. Yeah. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. <laughs> this is a podcast that we do about movies. Uh, yes, it is. Sam, ha- how are you doing? I, oh. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I have no... I have no news this week i have nothing exciting this week how are you andrew (laughs) i have nothing exciting this week is going to be what i label this entire experience to be (laughs) of 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 that rona that Uh, that uh, people stay safe it's out there if you're in one of the hot spots stay indoors please yeah, please save save the world. Save unless, yourself. Unless you're safely protesting, in which case, uh, bring a, bring a leaf blower. Apparently, a leaf. Excuse what? <laughs> Have you not seen the videos out of Portland? People are just running around with leaf blowers to blow away the tear gas. Oh, it's great. yeah, I have. Ten out of ten. What? A, right when you you were in the in the depths of thinking about Corona. You're also like, yeah, but also racism. Yeah. Uh, well, remember, remember when those murder hornets were supposed to supposed to show up? Yeah, and then they didn't. Do you think that was a time traveler, like being like coming back and like fixing the murder hornets, but the butterfly effect caused, uh, like <laughs> these protests? Man, Sam, you just cracked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, maybe uh, that's what the UFOs are. It's just time. It's just time travelers coming back to 2020, trying to fix stuff, trying to fix everything. Like maybe, what if? Hopefully. Like if? Like what if? What if the reason we have the coronavirus is because Trump won in 2020 and destroyed the world? So in like 200 years, they were like, we know the exact year that it happened. We just got to go back and fix it. We just have to fix, we have to pick what point in time. Because yeah. every month something else happens. Yeah. I think every time they've tried to fix something, it's just got, it's just gotten worse and worse. Yeah. And now we're here in July and it's like, well, you're running out of time, time travelers. Speaking of time travelers, The Truman Show, 1992, I believe? 1998. 1998. Ooh, wee. Look at me, rusty, rusty boy. Uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey. We watched it. You clicked it. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, Sam, what'd you think of this film? I love the Truman Show, man. Uh, this is like one of the one of the all time greats. Uh, it's so good, just like top to bottom, tip to tip. Carrie to Linny. It's great. <laughs> ten out of ten. How about you? How how are you? How are you on the Truman Show? Um, I like this movie so much. 
I don't love it. Whatever is the highest you can like something, I like this movie. Okay. Quite a bit. But you don't lo- but you don't love it. Why don't you love it, Andrew? I don't know. I was thinking about it. And you know, whatever I take it takes too long for me to figure it out. I just I just try to figure it out out here. I waste <laughs> everybody's time. <laughs> uh um yeah. But yeah, no, this movie's great. Carrie. Forget about it. Jim Mr. Carrie. Ooh wee. Um Mr. Ed Harris. All of them. They're great. Good, good show. They're all so good. <laughs> and now we have to talk about for an hour. Yep. We do. And we will start with that cast. How about we hop inside of it? Hopping right on in. Uh we got uh Holland Taylor as Truman's mom. Yeah. I think she she's, she's great. great. She's yeah. she's a she's a classic. Uh we got uh, Natasha McElhone as uh McElhone. Sylvia. I love that last name, McElhone. Yeah, M C E L H O N E McElhone. McElhone, get in here! McElhone! <laughs> I love that. That's a name you yell. McElhone! It's not Mechahome. Say it one more time. Macklehone. Macklehone. You know what? Never mind. This turned into fun and not fun. They were great, though. Yeah, she's great. Uh, she plays Sylvia. I think she's a wonderful, uh, wonderful person in the show. Uh, we got uh, Noah Emmerich as Marlon, the best friend. The oh, best yeah. He was friend. great. I loved him. He's such yeah. a cheesy guy. He's in a bunch of stuff, and he's always really good. Yeah, I like him. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Uh, we got, of course, uh, that that Mister Mister Ed Harris. Ooh, Ed Harris! Talk about a zaddy. Talk about a man who has been old forever. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> who was bored with a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, he, I think he um, was born like this. I love his beret. I love the way he's dressed in this movie. Big props to the costume designer. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is this is great. <laughs> and he's great. I, you gotta love Ed Harris. Yeah. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Uh, Paul Giamatti's also uh, in the movie uh, for a little bit. He's a good time. I always, do you know what I do love about this movie? Every time I watch it, I go, Paul Giamatti! <laughs> Every, Every single, single time. time I watch this movie, I go, Paul Giamatti! Yeah. I love Paul Giamatti! <laughs> and here he is! This is great! Here he is! Uh, then, then we have the, the wonderful Laura Linney. She's also so funny in the movie. Oh. She's great. All the ads. So good. It's unprofessional. It's great. How can you not love it? Uh, and then, I mean the the man the man that we're here to talk about, of course, the wonderful Canadian boy, Canadian boy, Jim, 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 Jimothy Carey, James, James Carey, the the fourth, the um. <laughs> James Carey the fourth. Uh, yeah, Jim Carey, the best, the goat, the the goat. Doing doing uh, dramatic roles before it was cool. Look yeah. at you, Mister Sandler. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's great in this movie. He's so he, good. It is. I can't imagine. I you know I grew up knowing that Jim Carrey was an actor. Dramatic and funny. Mainly yeah. funny, but dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was his first major dramatic role. He's talked out of his butt. He's been goofy. Some may say he eats the scenery. Some may say he's an over-actor. And then you see this? It must have been like a revelation. Yeah. I can, um, I can only imagine it. I'm just looking it up. They didn't win any Oscars, and I think that's trash. I mean, yeah, that was the big... That was the big thing. A lot of people thought 
Who won there? It would get nominated, and also that Jim Carrey would like sweep Best Actor at all the awards, but yeah, the Oscars were like, I, I don't understand why he didn't like. It's so it's so he's so good. The movie is so good. It's kind of crazy. I don't under I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. Understand. I'm flabbergasted. I'm looking at the other stuff that won, and it's like. It's other good movies, like it's Saving Private Ryan, Shakespeare in Love, are the two big ones. But like, Death at a Funeral. Yeah, you got, you got nothing. You got nothing for for yeah. fucking Truman. Come on, man. <laughs> I love how you're talking about him like he's a real person. Come on. What about my boy T- <laughs> True? My boy True. <laughs> what has he ever done to you? Um. Yeah, no, it was good. Oscar, who cares about the Oscars? You, you do. I said, in like who directed okay, sorry, this film, Sam? Sorry. In like two months, you'll care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll really care. What are they gonna do? It's gonna be so- Sonic the Hedgehog, Best Picture. Jim Carrey, Best Supporting Actor, make it up for uh, <laughs> make it up for Truman Show, make it up for Man on the Moon. <laughs> Um, uh, Peter Weir is the director. Peter of, Weir. What else is this this gentleman have, has done? If my thing would work, I would love to tell you. Ah, uh, I hate it when my, things don't work. I think my I just got like grease or sweat or something on my <laughs> finger. I don't know. It's just not working, man. <laughs> grease or sweat. Don't know why. Why can't I hit this one part of the screen? Come on, Sam. I believe in you. you it's not it. working. Why is my iPad not working? It's just the ladies and gentlemen. At the beginning of the show, we had yeah, technical I'm difficulties. Doing it on the fucking thing. And now here, it's just the technology gods hate us. Yeah. Let's see if the ice uh, cream man shows up. Oh yeah, that's how you know. That's how you know it's sabotage. Slowly <laughs> but ever so surely. Oh my god. Uh, Peter Weir, uh, his other, his three other big films that are showing up on his known four in IMDb are, uh, Master and Commander. All right. Uh, The Way Back and Witness. With Harrison Ford? Yeah. <laughs> He also directed um, Dead Poet Society. Oh, okay. Uh, and those are like his big, those are all his big ones. Ooh, am I going to watch all of his film? Is he an artist? Uh, he directed a movie called The Cars That Ate Paris. Picnic at Hanging Rock. The Last I like Wave, rocks. Gallipoli. <laughs> the, the Year of Living Dangerously. The Mosquito Coast. Yeah, this is a bunch. Of, yeah. Oh, we. I might have of, to check this guy out. Bunch of stuff. Because Dead Poet Society is amazing. A yeah. sweet little tender movie. Yeah, that movie was great. Master Commander is also good. Ooh, I might and have to Truman check this guy out. Also very good. Um, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of his movies are very. Focused, I guess. Yes, yes. They know. It feels like the he knows what shot is the last shot before he even films anything. Like he knows, yeah, what he's working towards. Yeah. Um, which is great. It's amazing. What do you gotta say about the the, the direction? Uh, I think it's great. Like like some of the some of the images and the and the performances that he gets out of the actors and everything like it's it's so good like it it's so good that like i I wasn't joking like i don't understand why this movie didn't win all of the awards like it just it doesn't really make sense to me (laughs) because it's just it's just wildly good um and it, it feels like it's it it's sort of this like perfect storm of like it's it's almost too good 
uh-huh. Like the script is so great. You got Jim Carrey and Laura Linney leading your cast. Just like us. And Jim Carrey's like at the height of Jim Carrey. And like, then you get a great director to come in and, and deliver some of the most powerful, like visual stories. Like it, it's just wild. Like just, just think of the last shot of the movie of him walking into the darkness of the unknown and leaving behind like sunshine and safety and like all this stuff. And it's just like, it's wonderful. The, the thing that to, to me that really hits is the very end are the guys going, well, all right, well, what's next? What's on the other channel? What's on the other channel? I, that to me is the punch in the gut, as I say. Uh, but yeah, no, him walking out to the abyss and that there's this movie is trying to say a lot. Yeah. I'm just a big fan of this movie. I, it, yeah, it's just so good. It's just so good. Um, what do you think, like, like just to scratch the surface again, what are some of the themes of this movie that you really like? Uh, I mean, I like the, I like the, the sort of take on, on the the growth of of reality TV at the time and the like that sort of paranoia that that can drive people a little a little nutty like thinking everyone is out to get you and and it's mm-hmm. being and you're being watched and like all this stuff and um yeah I think I think that stuff is is very interesting and, and I think just like this this sweet little story of like this guy sort of becoming aware of of this lie that he's been told his whole life i mean you can you can relate that to anything right like you can that could be your parents never told you that you were adopted and you find out when you're like 30 years old that like your entire family history is is completely different mm-hmm. or like it could be you've been like like you've been in a relationship for t- 10 20 years and did you just turn off the fan i just realized i was like ooh we <laughs> i just was like oh no uh, hopefully it's not uh, too apologies bad. apologies there um but it could be like you're in a, you're in like this like long term committed relationship and then you find out that like your partner's been cheating on you for years that, like it, you can you can sort of relate it to anything, and I, and I think that that's really mm-hmm. sweet. I think that I think that's that's maybe not sweet. I mean, like just a good story. That's a really good relatable tale of mm-hmm. of woes. I one thing when I was watching this, I was like, I get why Sam loves this movie so much. That's great. It's so good. Um. One thing to can I spoil something in in uh, Welcome Back Uncooked? It's just Welcome Back Cooked. Oh, Welcome Back Cooked. I like what happened to Uncooked. It was never uncooked. You said unraw, unraw, which means cooked. That was well. That was the logic. Sorry, I have to take care of my cat. One second. On Welcome Back Cooked. Yeah. Um, we talk about God and religion and all of that stuff. <laughs> and one thing that stuck out to me is that you we talked about if there was a possibility that God exists, how would you react? And I think Truman's reaction would be a lot like your reaction, even if there was this great world that God created. Yeah. What is this? Why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I yeah. think therefore I am. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I, I, mm-hmm. if, yeah, I, I think growing up, I never really thought about the religious connotations of this movie. Mm-hmm. But watching it this time, I was like, oh, what? like especially when he starts talking like through the, and you see the shot of the clouds and the sun, and it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, this is God. This is about Jesus and and the Lord. The Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, I one one thing that I wish the movie did do was investigate 
uh, Ed Harris more. Into I get that. That moment where he's stroking his hair on the computer monitor, um, I'm just like, there's a there's there's a movie out there where I'm like, oh, Ed Harris. Yeah. Wait, w- w- what am I? What does that say about me? But the movie doesn't do that. And again, I, the movie, that's not the movie's point. And I get that. That's not a dig against the movie. But it is something that I'm like, that's so interesting. One, one funny thing. I, on Twitter, everyone has a Twitter. You know this. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the only one on Twitter. Yeah. Um, there's the things where it's like the movie's villain and the real villain. Yeah. Uh I was like, it would be funny if you saw one for the Truman Show and it's the movie's villain, Ed Harris, and then the real villain is everyone in the diner. It's all of us who watch oh. the Truman Show. Um I mean you could have just tweeted that. That would probably that would probably be pretty hot. Would it be hot? I, I was testing the waters on here. I, I just want to so. make sure. And just in case if you see it out there, it's my I mean, idea. I mean the thing is that meme has sort of passed. A little exactly. Bit. That's my thing. On. If you had done it like when it was guy. happening, when it was ha- done, when if you had just like jumped in right away, because that's the thing. A couple times I've I like me and you have had thoughts and jokes like two weeks before they go viral on Twitter because someone else tweets them. Yeah, and I'm just like, if only I had tweeted it when I thought of it with the Muppets hosting uh, the Oscars and Donald Glover hosting the Oscars. Both both times. We had those thoughts, and then like two weeks later, I saw them blow up on Twitter, and I was like, I should have just tweeted it two weeks ago. It was, we had the exclusive. Yeah. Goddamn. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I really wish there was the, an investigation on the culture that allowed this kid to be a multi-billion dollar industry in television and merchandise rights. Yeah. Um... I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't notice it before, but like this time when they were like, "Oh, like your your, uh, like your show costs more than like the GDP of a small country," and he, and then Ed Harris is like, "It takes a small country to run the show," and I was like, "God damn, yeah, that's so much." It really, uh that's why. I'm going to take this moment to propose the idea of a Truman Show sequel or reboot. Oh, I don't, I don't want those things, but I'll talk about them with you, my friend. I, I think the Truman Show should just be left alone. Just let it be this wonderful little thing. Same with Back to the Future. Stop fucking with Back to the Future. Oh, I'm just waiting. It's it's not a question of if; it's a question of when. I will cry that day. I would just love to see uh, my boy Chris Christopher Lloyd one more time because <laughs> uh, they're gonna do it. It's gonna happen. I just want old man Christopher Lloyd. You young kid, do you want a car? <laughs> is that your Christopher Lloyd? Yes. Do you, you want, want a car? What is it, a DeLorean? They'll stink. Well, on the contrary. <laughs> and then uh, it's, it's Huey Lewis. Go, gotta go back. I'm telling you what the trailer's going to be. We're going to see in 2027 when Back to the Future 4 happens, and this is the trailer. At me. Yeah, it's uh, going to it's gonna be like one of those like sad, slow versions of... of- uh, Huey Lewis. Ba 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 ba. Do, do, do. Gotta go back in time. It's yeah. It's gonna be a whis uh, a whispering girl. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go back in time. Bomb. <laughs> Bomb. Gotta go back in time. Back in time. Bomb. There it is. <laughs> Art is dead, folks. Uh. But speaking of art is dead, I think it would be really cool to show a movie where Truman leaves the show and there's a line of people going, I want to, I'll do that. I'll, 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 my life, my child's life could be on Truman. I would love that. Let's do it. it. It's, 
I don't know. I just think that's interesting. The motorcycle gang. So you know, so you know that 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 ice that cream, ice cream is man not is far coming. away. He's on his way. Oh God. Oh no. We got like thirty minutes. We gotta get. We gotta go. Ice cream man. Ice cream man. <laughs> We recorded at a completely different time, like two hours earlier than last week. Yep. God damn it. Good Lord. We're going to switch days, and there's just going to be an ice cream truck and a man in a Michael Myers mask just standing there. (laughs) 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 It's the Halloween score, but it's the ice cream truck version of it. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) Woof, woof. (laughs) why does it bark it does bark in real life it does i just never questioned it until this moment right now why does it bark imagine if an ambulance Rushing down <laughs> your, your city. Bark, bark. <laughs> Do I hit a, I hit a dog? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, it's, it's wild. Anyway. <laughs> the or is that too cynical? The or is my idea for a, a, a sequel too cynical? I think so. I think <sighs> it is. Because I don't, because like... I don't think the Truman Show is cynical. It's, well, the movie's not. Yeah, the movie isn't. Yes. And so I don't think making a cynical movie sequel would work. I get that. At first I thought you were talking about the show, and I was like... No, the show is horrible. The show is like a horrible nightmare. But, like, the movie isn't cynical. The movie is about, like pushing forward and moving on and, and finding your own way through everything. You know, learning learning the truth yeah. of of your world in whatever way that, that means. So so making a movie that is then like, look at how horrible society is. Blah, blah, blah. That would be that's like I don't want Todd Phillips anywhere near this thing. <laughs> that's a high leg joke, but that's a sick bird. <laughs> I, he needs some ointment. Much like, I forgot who I said it about the other day, but uh, uh, Leo, somewhere, Leo. yeah, Leo, somewhere in the world, Todd Phillips just said, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> um, I get that, and you know what's the sad truth that I had to say out loud for myself? What? I gravitate more towards towards Ed Harris's character more towards true than than Truman. I'm like I mean, that's, I'm that, so interested in what were you gonna say? Sorry. Well, that 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 makes sense. Like Ed Harris has a very one. He's a very good actor. Yeah. Uh, two. That is like a, like an interesting character. Like that is an interesting mm-hmm. person. Of like, yeah, he came up with this idea to like let's just twenty four seven. 365 have it like film a baby and he thinks he's so good he thinks he's protecting this kid from you know the i mean this what we're living in right now yeah and and he like manufactures like emotional moments for him like that was sort of the most that was the most like upsetting part of it for me was like when they're on the dock and, and his friend is like giving that little speech, but it's actually just Ed Harris, like feeding him every single word. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, Oh God. The like music cue. And then like, and now we zoom into his face as he's hugging his dad, who he thought he accidentally killed when he was 10 years old. Yeah. I mean, you know what, Sam? Uh, that is what the movie's biggest strength is. It's it's earnestness. Yeah. It's so it's so it's refusing to be cynical for yeah. Truman's sake. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, if it was, then it would just, it would be like a horror movie. Yeah. Like it would be like in a world 
where everyone is watching you. Well, and, and everyone's <laughs> working against you. And you're living this, in a in a dome in Hollywood. The thing that I think about is that that moment that you say at the dock, I was like, you know what would be so interesting is if you're in Ed Harris's point of view and it's more so of it's not lines. That's what he wants to say to Truman. Isn't that so interesting and so gray and so like, but he's this, he's exploiting Truman, but yet he loves Truman so much. But yet that's not the movie we're telling. Yeah. (laughs) That's not the story. You can, there is an aspect to that, but that's not the, that's not the main objective. Yeah. I just Uh, slammed the table if you didn't hear it. And I I mean like like, you judge. (laughs) Jesus, um, you wanted to talk about the sort of religious aspects of this film, yes. which you mentioned a bit before, but we want to talk about it a bit more. And I think that's sort of part of it, right? Like he created this. Like if you're, if I'll concede for the, I'll concede for the moment that God exists. <laughs> God exists, and he made this world for Truman slash humanity mm-hmm. and he wants them to be safe and happy and secure and he might fudge things here and there you know he might push this yeah. thing over there push that thing over there but he's just trying to let you live your little happy life and he says that at the end he's like yeah you can leave right now and you can go out into the unknown mess of the world or you can stay in my little garden and be happy and safe and everything's going to be okay. Red pill or blue pill. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I think that I think that sort of ties into what you're saying about the like he loves he does love Truman like he watched him grow up. Mm-hmm. Quite literally like from the day he was born to the day he leaves he's been watching him. Yeah. You know what this movie would make a great double feature with? Ex Machina. Okay. I feel like there's there they would complement each other very well. Yeah. Also, I with the allegory of the cave being so prominent in Ex Machina, yeah. I feel like it's it, it, there's obviously an element of that. If not, that's the whole thing of Truman Show. Uh, I feel like yeah. Men who think they can play God and think they do, can't suffer the consequences of it because free will. Yeah, yeah, that's actually yeah, that's a good one. But I feel like I mean I feel like there's a lot of movies that you could that you could sort of pair with. Like if like if you were to make a playlist of films based around the Truman Show, I think you could throw in Ex Machina. I think you could throw in Blade Runner. I think you could throw in uh, the Matrix, the Matrix, red pill, blue pill. Yeah, you could throw in uh, Alien Covenant. You could, th- yeah. you could throw in a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot of. I'm sure you could throw in another Jim Carrey movie, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, ooh wee! Like but you then could... that becomes that becomes real cynical real quick. Yeah. It's really depending on what order you watch. Yeah, that, no matter what order you watch it in, it comes real cynical real quick. <laughs> Just saying that the movie's biggest superpower is its earnesty. Pair it with Bruce Almighty, dies. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah, I think there there are a lot of stories that fit into that, that narrative of, of Ed Harris, that, that character that you want to know more of. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, this is why I love the Truman Show, man. It's just good. It's just good. And it and it gets and a it's hour forty, hour forty five. It's a quick one. It kicks off with a bang. Like almost like he wakes up. You see him go through his morning. He walks out his door, and a star falls from the sky. And it's like, oh shit. 
it's already Full happening. Chicken Little, yeah, yeah. Chicken Little and the Truman Show, yeah. The two thousand four's Chicken Little, the Zach Braff Zach baby. Braff. Um, the fucking The Simpsons movie, Living in a Dome. <laughs> um, yeah. There is. If you did have to critique the movie, do you have a critique for it? Is there something where you're like, eh, I wish this, no matter how little or big it is? Uh, I wish I wish it was a little bit longer. I wish we sort of had a bit more time. Like, not much. Like, maybe 20 minutes. Maybe. Just get it to that two-hour mark of, like, maybe we get to see Truman sort of questioning himself a bit more. Because mm-hmm. it sort of goes, like, Small thing, small thing, small thing. Then he has his big breakdown. And then he does his, like, I'm going to fake being happy and, and content with everything. And then I'm going to sneak out thing. Like, that sort of happens really quick. And, like, I get it. Like, like you want to, you know, amp, ramp up the, the last bit of your movie. Yeah. But I kind of I wish we had a little bit more time just with Truman, like questioning is am i am i going crazy or am i right a bit more yeah before finally being like well there's only one way to find out you have to literally break the fourth wall yeah like i think Um, i think that would be interesting but i i also love that sequence at the end of like them trying to find him and then finding him on the boat and then they're just like well Throw a fucking thunderstorm at him right now, like, and him let just me... like tying himself to the boat. Like, it's either you let me go or you kill me. Which, yeah, Ernesty man, the Ernesty is because it's very Moby Dick in that sense. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's, a, great, that's a great movie, man. It's a, it's a, it's a banger. Instead of he gets to, he gets to have his truth, yeah, because that's what we all need. That's what we all deserve. Yeah, like uh, I, I'm so happy that that you don't see like he crosses over that threshold of that door and then he's done. Yeah, you don't get to know if he saw if he ever gets to meet Sylvia again. You don't know anything. You just know that he left. And on to the next thing. Yeah, you. Saw a man completely <clears throat> unchain himself, yeah, to the broken world that he lives in. But and let's now it's go over. Now let's go watch Seinfeld. Like, yeah, That's yeah. Funny. No, it's it's good. It is a good, good, good film. We still got like twenty minutes left. Good lord. Yeah. What 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 else do you want to talk about? Um. Uh, I said my sequel. I don't know, man. I mean, a sequel, I think, would just be follow, follow the next sequence of events in Truman's life. Or catch up to with him, you know, 20, 20 years later. Would he be like a, a, a child star? I think it. I think the most interesting way to do it would to be film it as if it were a documentary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Truman Show 20 years later. <laughs> documentarians like they talk to Truman and they talk to Ed Harris and they talk to all the people who worked there and all the actors and sort of get a picture of like what the fallout was like what happened afterwards why is this why is this genre of television no longer exist you know? or why it's the only thing you watch yeah um, yeah that could be interesting you know? it could be really cool does Truman have like a, a like bookshelf with like all the seasons of his life on DVD? Oh, <laughs> big line, very inconvenient. You know how you, you know someone's like, oh, you know, you must have read this book. You must have read Cat in the Hat in your life. You want to have a childhood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read the Cat in the Hat. Wait, no, you did it. You could just look <laughs> everything up. Why are you so weird? Why did you never read Cat in the Hat before in your life? I'm sorry. I, I was in a bubble. This. 
I didn't want to be judged, and look at me, you caught me. You couldn't do this to anyone else. <laughs> um, yeah. Oof, I am sweating in this room. It is hot. It's hotter. A, it's a warm one. That's a warm one. Do you think that bubble, like, imagine if that existed. Uh-huh. That, that huge bubble that can be seen from space. Yeah. That would just be a horrible world to live in. Well, I mean if they had as much weather control as they do in the in the movie, then like it's probably pretty chill. <laughs> right? Like there are a bunch of actors in there. They can't like overheat their actors. Yeah. Natural they have a full natural water source. Yeah. I think it would be probably... I mean, it's not great. I don't want to live in a bubble. Do you think you would want to be in the Truman Show? <laughs> God, no. That sounds horrible. Uh, Do you think... that? Like, did they show him masturbating? No, they said that it cuts to, like, wi- like a window or, like, a breeze. Because that's what happens when he's, like... Sleeping with someone. I, but then Ed Harris is like, I still want to have the first conception live on TV. Do you think... See, this is... <laughs> like, is it is it kind of porn sometimes? Because they've had... There, there are recordings of him having sex and masturbating. But yeah, right? here's the thing. When does it turn into... It's child pornography at that point. I think once he, just, I think before he turned eighteen, they obviously couldn't film it. You think legally they had to, yeah, to take I, out all the cameras and I mean not take them out, just like okay, and turn them off, and let's wait five minutes. Well, <laughs> what if he's what if he's a trooper? What if it's what if it's there for like an hour? What if it's there for two hours? I I don't know, man. I don't have the answer for you. I'm not at someone Harris. has to check. That's the thing. <laughs> someone has to go. Oh nope, he's still doing it. Sorry, uh, they could, sorry. Okay, they could like have. I don't know. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to see. You or want, the logistics on, of running the show. Roll it back. You do not want to see a child masturbating. I felt like that was obvious. I felt like me saying that's why I want to see it was clearly jumping back to wanting to see like the logistics of running a show like this. I felt like it was like obvious that I wouldn't have to state that I wouldn't want to see child pornography. But you know, the world is crazy. So let me, I don't want to see child, ooh, what is this? I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to think about it. I just hoped in Sounds conversation, bad. you know, the flow of co- the art of conversation, everyone so, would realize that. <laughs> so, Laura Linney, Laura Linney is is an actress. Like in the fiction of this of this world, she's an actress who has like her own fake name in the thing. Yes, who is getting paid to like do these ads and act. As if she's in love with Truman. But she still has to have sex with him. Yes. That is a true thing that I thought about. I was like, if she's okay with it, if she consented to it, I mean, GG's, right? But. (laughs) But it is a little weird. It is a little weird that they have the prostitution happening live on TV. For everyone to see, and now and then she's gonna get pregnant, like they're gonna gonna fuck until they have a kid. This is what I want to see—the logistics <laughs> of the show. Someone literally selling their life to be famous. I mean, I'm sure there Cynical. are. Other, I'm sure there are other films that are about that, just not in this specific situation. But I want to see Laura Letty do it. That's. <laughs> Just watch Ozark. I don't know what happens in it, but maybe that's that happens. 
Maybe that's it. Or actually, no, that does happen in Love Actually. I completely forgot about that. That's her entire plot line in Love Actually. Is that she sells herself? What? No, that's it was a joke. Oh, because okay. Love Actually is the greatest I, movie of all time. I haven't, I haven't seen Love Actually. Oh, this Christmas, my guy. This Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Yes. Ah. Are you kidding me? We gotta do Love Actually. I love that movie. She actually has a very sweet plot line. It's very cute, very heartbreaking, but it is, uh, that movie's so great. Love Actually, man. Is, is she a small town candle maker who, who falls in love with some big city lawyer? No, that's another plot line, though, okay. but hey. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I just. Oh, they delayed Tenant. Sorry, random thought. They delayed Tenant, and we 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 had already recorded last week, and then we made jokes about it, and then they delayed yeah. it, and I was like, "Well, too late to re-record." <laughs> yeah, I mean, good, but like, I do want to go back to a movie theater so badly. <laughs> I do. I'd wear a mask. <laughs> That's my thing. I'm like, I'd wear a mask. I'd social distance. Everyone has to do it. This is like when in school when people are like, oh, well, all of you are in trouble. It's like, whoa, what did I do? I, I don't I guess. I just think everyone needs to wear a mask. If you're out at a place, wear a mask. The only time I've been at a place and I haven't worn a mask was when I it was yesterday after the show. Me and me and my roommates got drinks at the bar, and we had our own little table, and we were not near anybody else. And I was like, "Well, we already don't wear masks around the house, so we're fine." Yeah. Did you guys debate wearing mask in the house? No. Okay. I was gonna say, well, that's that is commitment. <laughs> no, we we were just like. Ugh. We, we live consi- together. Consigning ourselves to like, well, if one of us gets it, we all get it. We all touch the bathroom doorknob. Yeah. So. Yeah. But when we leave our house, we're all very safe. Like we wear masks and wash our hands and everything. We're, we're, no, we're no dummies. We're no Wash your dogs. hands. How many people didn't wash their hands before this? That's my thing. Okay. I. I didn't usually wash my hands in public washrooms because I would get horrible hives from the soap, the low quality soap like Ah. really fucks up my hands. So I would always like Mm -hmm. rinse them, but I could very rarely use soap in like big public restrooms. Because the, because I don't want my hands to be covered in hives for the rest of the day (laughs) that I I don't want to say that water soap. Yeah, Itchy it's Palms. it's awful. It's so awful. Do we have a rock band named Itchy Palms? Can it be a reggae rock band? It's the Itchy Palms. It's the Itchy Palms. It's the Itchy Palms. It's the Itchy Palms. I'm West Indies. I can say this. <laughs> Uh, my name is Sam Hannigan. Hi. Hi, Andrew Thomas. I'm that would it would slap though. The thing is, you're laughing, but it sounds pretty good, right? It's we're at that point of quarantine, everybody. You can. I'm debating buying a still drum right now. You can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod and all the social medias that we use. Uh, you can join Lennox Studios in, in producing the show over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the best way to financially support us. Um, if you got some money, our lowest tier starts at $5 uh, and you get some bonus episodes, uh, which we have to record in the next couple days. Ooh, wee. Yeah. Um, Unraw. <laughs> Unraw. Cooked. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can you can like the track on all the different things. You can you can 
uh, follow us on all the different things. Subscribe to the podcast on all the different things. That's a really great way to support the show. You can review the show on all the different things. There's so many things you can do to support the show. I've watched you, Dio. And I can see. If you tell your friends. Is this a good Ed Harris? I'm trying to do Ed Harris. Right. Oh, you're trying to do Ed Harris? Ed Harris? This is a good Ed Harris. That's a bit tell better. Your friends. Tell your friends. Tell Tell everybody. But we could witness Truman together. We could watch his first steps. Yeah, I can't do it. It's hard. It's hard. It's rough. Just, you know, tell your friends or not. I mean, like, I get it. Social anxiety sucks. But, like, hey, if you want to break the ice, just send, 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 us, send us their way. We're, we are great icebreakers. That is what I said. Andrew just, this, wants, this to, episode. Andrew just wants to talk to someone who isn't his roommate or me. <laughs> yes please if you if you hear me we are talking i'm alive <laughs> uh any any last words that sounds a lot grimmer than i meant it to be well in case if i don't see you good afternoon good evening good and evening good night, and good night. <laughs> we're lame